Welcome back to the Bad Wives Club. If you loved part one of this episode, you're going to be obsessed with part two. Kelly has never opened up this vulnerably before, and I honestly feel like the next 45 minutes of this conversation has the power to change lives, and I do not throw that around lightly. Kelly dives deep into her struggles with body dysmorphia and how she's taking control of her mental health. She's in her mom era now, and she's ready to show her daughter what it is to be truly confident. Without discomfort, we can't grow, and it's true what they say, the good, the bad, every season in life has a purpose and it has something to teach us. Kelly's story is a prime example of this. Thank you all for listening, and thank you again to Kelly for being our guest two weeks in a row. How are you feeling? I know we talked a lot about relationships, but everybody wants to know about your first trimester, um, just yeah. kind of like how your pregnancy is going. And then I think for any new listeners here who don't know, Kelly started her business, Booty by Rubia, and it's a company that I work at too, based off of the whole her whole story with body dysmorphia. Yeah. And I think a lot of people want to know, like, how are you dealing with body changes now? And yeah. was the work that you put in before... Do you feel totally. stronger when it comes to that? Are you still dealing with body oh dysmorphia? My gosh. Um, I would say 80% there, but I also had a mental breakdown this weekend because nothing fit me. And I was like, oh my God. So uh, my first trimester has been amazing. I have to say though, I'm definitely in a whole other, like in a different headspace completely when it comes to my body than I was a few years ago. So I want to backtrack really quickly and give you guys some context. So as a kid, I was a competitive dancer and I was very insecure I was just a very insecure even though it's from the outside I could go on stage and be in front of thousands of people and dance I was such a perfectionist and my performance anxiety was terrible to the point where I would cry every single time I'd any little mistake I would hysterically cry if I said something that didn't come out the way I wanted to I would cry I would feel insecure and I would look at myself in the mirror and never be happy with what I saw and you know dance and then growing up and just in that whole industry, it made it 10 times worse. And so when I decided to do Booty White Rabians, I didn't realize that at the time, but my purpose at the time was to help people feel confident. But I didn't realize that it was a distraction for me to not deal with my own insecurities. So, and I think that, that was such a cool aha, like open, like I opened up that little like piece of my brain, like recently within the past three years, of like, oh wow, that's why I did all those things from a place of empathy, of course, but like a place of like distraction because I, I didn't want to deal with how insecure I was. So I wanted to just help other people not feel the pain and insecurities that I was feeling with my body. So to teach classes, but actually that pain really helped me. It actually pushed me a long way. And I'm happy that I was that person at that age at 23, 24, when I started my company. Cause I would teach classes and constantly just preach, like love yourself, look at yourself in the mirror, like wear a sports bra. And every girl would come in with t-shirts and by the end of the class, we'd all be in sports bras dancing around. It was so mm -hmm. amazing. And it brought me so much purpose and confidence. It started to say, I started to feel like, oh wow, I, I am worthy. I am valuable. Cause I didn't feel those things. I just didn't feel like I was enough. And I was, you know, until I, have this this and this I'm not going to be worthy enough or I'm not going to be successful enough and through those years of teaching classes and you know taking the numbers out of the leggings I was a such I don't talk about it enough but it was such an intentional thing that I did because shopping was a traumatic experience for me every time I would shop and get into the dressing room I would 
couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. So I would try things on mm -hmm. and I would avoid the mirror and I couldn't even look at myself. I would, would cancel doctor's appointments cause I didn't want to look at the weight on the scale. And I was just, it was all this anxiety would just harbor inside of me. I would always look at myself in the mirror and just never love what I saw. But body positivity and stuff wasn't really talked about. So I kind of kept it to myself and I really didn't share that. And I put on a front and it, as like, like I was a very confident person. And I did that for years. And with dancing, as I got older, it really messed with my, my mental health. And during my classes, when I finally felt like free in a way where I was like, okay, this, this insecure Kelly, I can put her like way down there and this confident character can come out and help people with with all these issues because I know what it feels you know like. what's going on in their head there's so many girls that are feeling this of me so I can be you know I can push that down for now and be this performative Kelly and help people because now I'm doing it in a way where it's going to help and it's not just so just about the ego and mm -hmm. dancing and whatever and it just brought me so much happiness and I owe ever I owe so much of my life and who I am now to my classes. That's like is that I, imposter syndrome too? Yeah, it's imposter syndrome. It's just not feeling worthy, not feeling good enough, not really loving yourself. Like when you don't feel lovable, it's because you just don't love yourself enough. Do you remember how old you were when you started to feel these feelings and like what kind of triggered it or like the yeah. first time it happened? Probably like eight or nine is when the first time, but I, I didn't, I, everyone would just put me in the box of dramatic. Oh, she's dramatic. She's a performer. She's emotional. But I remember everyone saying that to me at eight or nine. And I was like, you know, I, I was such a kind, loving kid, especially to other people who, you know, maybe were not the most popular kids. Or I would sit at the lunch table, of, like with the kids that would get bullied. And I just, even though I had the friends and like, I just, I don't know. I was just a very empathetic kid, but I had so many emotions and I was, my mind was always running a mile a minute that people would just say, oh, she's so dramatic or she reacts and she's, you know, with, especially with dance. And my parents would say that to me mainly. And I remember being like, why am I so different? Like, why do I care so much? And that was kind of when I just figured I am a dramatic kid. I'm just dramatic and I'm different than everyone else. And it, I just put myself in that bucket for so long. And I kind of ran with it. I'm like, okay, well, I'm a dramatic person. I'm going to go into dance. I'm going to go into acting and I'm going to perform. Maybe I'll channel that in a positive way. Little did I know it was just a reaction to the traumas that I was going through that I didn't know that I had the traumas of you know not feeling good enough so I had to overcompensate I had to overreact to get people's attention because I didn't feel seen because I couldn't even see myself and all and those trauma things, is like a big word yeah and I know in therapy you, you use it a lot mm -hmm. can you like talk about what a trauma is because sometimes it can be small things sometimes it can be big things right yeah no a hundred percent traumas can be anything that like really triggered you especially at a young age that you can't um, decipher at the time. I mean, it can be traumas early on in age, but I'm just speaking from my experience. I'm not a therapist. I only know from my experience yeah. and from what I've learned. Um, it's just things that have happened in your life that have made it an imprint in your life. And you don't, you're not really cognizant of it. You don't know that it's there. And it's just like this blockage that you have. And with that trauma, you create responses to it natural responses to try to protect yourself from that trauma. So whether it's like you're, 
you know, you're putting a wall up or the way you communicate, you become more defensive, you become more controlling because you're scared of losing that scarcity mindset. So whatever it happens, and it can be any, trauma can be any size. And especially yeah. as a young kid, a little bit of trauma, like I had such a great childhood. So it's really hard to explain this. I didn't understand because I said, I would say to my therapist, I had such a great life. I have no trauma. Yeah, I had the best yeah. childhood. I can't, mm -hmm. I can't remember any traumatic things. And then when she really, we'd really break down. I did a lot of, you know, it, it takes a lot of time mm -hmm. to figure it out. It's not something overnight you just figure out. But knowing that it's there and it can be fixed and you can at least be self-aware of why am I feeling that way, yeah. you can sometimes self-diagnose yourself if you can't fully talk to a therapist right away. Um, so, yeah, I just was constantly creating these responses to my issues, my issues with my body, my issues with the way my appearance or anything. And um, over time, it just started getting worse and worse and through when I started doing my classes, I remember just saying like, I just want to help people. And I, that was all I used to say. Like at 22 years old, I remember he was telling me, oh, I just want to help people. And I didn't really know what it was. I was like, well, why do I have this feeling of wanting to give people compliments and make people smile? And it, it took me years until just probably three years ago to really realize why I was like so passionate about seeing an insecure person look secure. Because wow. it was almost like I could see myself. Like I wanted my insecure Kelly to feel secure and lovable. And so I mm -hmm. couldn't figure out how to heal myself because I just was young <laughs> and just my ego was in the way. I was too prideful. Like, I'll heal everybody else. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. I'll take care of everybody yeah. else. But I don't want to deal with myself mm -hmm. right now. I, I remember listening to some of your classes at, like at your low, me knowing that it was at your low points. I'm like, Jesus, Kelly, like if you just listen to yourself for uh, once. I just wouldn't listen to my own advice. I'd be like, love yourself, yeah. love the skin you're in, all these things. But I wasn't ready to do the work and dig deep. It's so, you have to be so vulnerable and so mm -hmm. you almost have to be weak to really get strong again. Mm -hmm. And I had to be so weak. Yeah, I, had to, I had to look like I was a basket case mm -hmm. in order to now look like I have my shit together <laughs> because I had to shed every layer of my skin to really say, this part of me is ugly. I need to fix it. This part of me mm -hmm. could do better. This, this, and this. And it took me so many years. But at the time, I was like, I don't want to deal with her right now because like she's doing yeah. fine. And now yeah. I'm both starting my company. It's people are loving it. Yeah. Let's just push her aside and not, let's not deal with that version of me. Let's mm -hmm. let's just put this face on this character because this character is getting me really far. People are loving it. It's my true authentic self because I, I, I really want to help people. I was doing it all for good. I was never doing it like, look at me, look at me. I was always just trying to like, just give my energy. Yeah. How could I just make? And as I was starting to see people, you know, whether it was in my workout class, they'd come in with a big baggy t-shirt and by the end they'd be in a sports bra and just be like, I just felt so confident. Those dance moves, Kelly. That. Oh, I I've never, that. I'm, you know, I'm either a postpartum mm -hmm. mom or I've just never felt comfortable to work out in a sports bra and your class has changed everything for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel worried about trying on a pair of leggings because there's no numbers. Like I would be traumatized going into Abercrombie in a dressing room. I wouldn't even be able to look at myself in the mirror. I would get purposely get a pair of jeans four sizes too big so that they would be big on me at first. So I'd be like, okay, these are too big. Now I would go down. Oh my God. So I would go so high. I would get like the biggest number that I could possibly get just so I had the sensation of them being big, baggy on me because that made me feel wow. skinnier. Oh mm -hmm. my God. Wow. And those are such like vivid memories and like, I, I would avoid the mirrors in dressing rooms. I just couldn't like look at myself but I never talked to anyone about it 
So these are all things I didn't even talk to. I would walk out of the dressing room and not even talk to my mom about it. I never spoke to one person about it. Did you think, I wonder if you thought that everybody else is going through the same thing. Everybody else keeps themselves, you know. Or or if you said something, you were dramatic. Yeah, and at the time, I felt like like saying the word insecure meant you had serious mental health. Like People didn't even say mental health in 2008. No one was talking about it. So I was like, oh, I can't act like I'm insecure. I have to look like... I wow. am the most confident person because Fake people are relying. People are relying on me to be confident. I'm helping all these people, so I better mm-hmm. look like at least I have some confidence and I love mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, especially being a girl mom, you get so nervous because instantly people will look. Even with my mom, I mean JJ is so handsome, but people will come up to you and be like, wow, you are so beautiful. Look at that. Like you are so confident. You're so sassy. And as a mom, don't you suddenly like think about these words that they're constantly hearing and be like, oh my God, is this going to go to their head? Oh my God, is she going to rely on her beauty that, and she's going to think it's going to get her somewhere 100%. far yeah. or, you know, people critiquing her looks constantly. And I'll never forget totally. one of the biggest compliments you gave me, Kelly. It was because, you know, Kiki, she goes to the beat of her own drum. She wears usually her BBB leggings and a tutu mm-hmm. and, a, and a top and a headband and you looked at me and you're like I love the way that you just let Kira dress however she wants she can express herself however and you don't mm-hmm. say Kira why don't you it. go up and change that you know yeah. and I was like you're right I, from the first day I met you I remember like she was there Kira was going to school with JJ and she would go to school with like a unicorn dress with like different color shoes and like flip flops yeah. and a bow that was like sticking out yeah. and I thought that was so genuinely cool because I I just realized how important it is, especially as a kid, for you to have creative freedom. Mm-hmm. And I think at the same time, on the same end, it's also good for a kid to have structure and boundaries. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not wearing a bikini to church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, Kira would. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah, she probably would. And, you know, they have to have boundaries. Yeah. So I'm, like, I, I do think as a parent, you need to um, like have structure for a kid and they need to understand. But they also need to have creative freedom. Mm-hmm. And they can't... I just, I don't think a kid should be dressed through 100% through the parents' eyes because mm-hmm. dressing and colors and the way you put clothes on and everything, it's such a way of expressing yourself. And it's like and symbolism, right? It's like the way you're dressing. Like maybe back in the day, it wasn't really so much for you about letting you pick out your own clothes, but it's more so like you want you wanted to be heard and understood and you just couldn't be. Yeah. And clothing oh, wow, is kind of a way that they can do that. Whereas like, right, you, know you don't I mean? have the words as a yeah, kid. Like you, you don't, don't have, have the words, the words, to say words that. and you don't have the experience. You don't even know how to channel the energy and like being seen and just feeling like an individual. So important. Yeah. I'd never thought of it that way either. Like Kira yeah. wearing those clothes and you accepting it is almost you accepting her individuality yeah. and her being the person that she wants to be. Yeah. Which it, in a little kid's mind, it's such a big, you're taking it so It's such far. a win. Yeah. And so like those little things that in, as we're older and like when I say trauma, it's like, scenarios and you know trauma is such a heavy yeah. word and like I, I i try to use it like in a way people of, like, use it lately, a lot but now. i hear it all the time I, it's it's kind of like things that you know something so small to to us is so big to eight-year-old seven-year-old mm-hmm. six-year-olds and can make such an impact in their lives and now that i've done the work i've really realized that so like with my classes i've i, I really was finding a way to heal other people and just kind of distract myself from this but at the same time even though I wasn't try- like I was avoiding it, I was slowly building up. It's like this the com- like confidence now. I never would say this before, but it's a it's a muscle. Like you don't just wake up and you're the most confident person in the world. You you, you have to work on it. Finally, like I really started to understand like, and it took a while. 
why aren't all of these things that I'm doing? Okay, now I've made it. I've grown this huge company. Everyone is praising me and saying the nicest things. My whole family now is working for BBB. Look at how far I've come. Like, look at this company that I've created. Look at my dreams are manifesting into reality. Look at the lives I'm changing. I'm doing exactly what I've always dreamt of. I'm on stage dancing, mm -hmm. but I'm doing it for me. I'm not a backup dancer. I'm front. Like yeah. everything was lining up to be a dream, but I wasn't happy. It's wild. Mm -hmm. And it, and then I would feel guilty. So no one knew I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. So I would just, I would be happy, but I wasn't fully, fully like, like the joy that I explained earlier. Yeah. yeah. True. Just Rent sitting fulfilled. there and just feeling like, oh my God, I'm just mm -hmm. so happy. Like yeah. you could throw a baseball at my head and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm like kind of I'm like almost delusional yeah. like I'm just like I'm yeah. just I'm in like a bliss of and just I, I love true that joy. you say confidence is a muscle because I know you've talked to me about it before about how now in your pregnancy and in your marriage little things go so far yeah. in terms of like making you feel good right. and we talked about how like it will get even better as you have kids mm -hmm. mom wins are the best kind of wins I love that and I think you're already experiencing it like you were talking about being at Barry's the other day you're usually so yeah. hard or like co competitive yeah. and you were just like walking on the treadmill but you still <laughs> felt so good about yourself yeah I mean like yeah so over time I just started to realize like I wasn't happy and I wasn't fulfilled and why, why is it and it's that whole validation thing that I've been talking about and it's like why do I care so much about the way I look with my body? Like there's going to be pieces of me and I'm going to get to it in a second. Mm -hmm. That's going to be like, Oh, I, I want to look a little bigger. Oh, I look big today, but it's coming from such a different place. Now it's not coming from a place of like true. Like I'm scared to look in the mirror because I don't want to, I'm scared to step on a scale. Like mm -hmm. I, I stepped at a scale on my checkup the other day and I didn't even have my heart didn't flutter. I looked at the weight and I was like, Oh, Aww. okay. Yeah. That's amazing. And I was I said to God, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to act. Like, I'm so scared to see my weight. And it didn't trigger me at all. And, like, that was such a big win for me. And, mm -hmm. like, you know, me really realizing, like, I, I, what I look like now that I've done so much work on myself and my brain is, is one of the best qualities that I have in my heart. It's like, who cares about my appearance? Yeah, I want to look pretty. I love to get glam. We love to look cute. Mm -hmm. But I'm not even attached to material things anymore. Like, even mm -hmm. clothes and shoes and bags. Like, I don't care about holding a designer bag. Like, I'll have a conversation with anyone in the room and I'll crush it because I know who I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm self-aware. I'm a good yes. listener. I know my heart is pure. That's my confidence now. Mm -hmm. I can stand on that all day long. Mm -hmm. My mascara is running. I'm, I have swass. Like I'm teaching my hair is like I have a rat tail and now I don't care. I'll keep going with my class and I just don't care because that's not the most important thing. And I think with like my, with pregnancy, like why this is all so important is because I really did the work because about a year ago I kind of started spiraling back to just like right when I got engaged leading up to my wedding spiraling and like I need my I need to look perfect in the photos I need to look perfect because everyone's going to be looking at my wedding photos and comparing them like is it the wedding the perfect wedding booty by Ravance's wedding like I started spiraling mm -hmm. and caring so much about my dress and I'm like what I've done so much work why am I backtracking and you think again you think you're backtracking when you have a bad day oh nothing's working I need to do mm -hmm. therapy for a million more sessions because no it's not you're gonna have setbacks always you're gonna have moments that are gonna snap you into the spiral and then now that you have the tools and you have the mental strength because of the work you've done, you can snap yourself back into it. But I went down this like whole back. I was like back into my insecure stage with the wedding. And I'm like, oh, there are all these eyes on me. I have to look a certain way. I, I kind of was like, oh, this is normal to feel all this way because it's my wedding. I should feel insecure and I should want to look perfect. 
but it was getting to me so much that it was actually unhealthy that mm. I was like, I, if I'm not ready to have kids until I figure out how to channel this energy properly, because not that I'm not ready to have kids. It sounds like so intense, but like no, I really wanted sense. to release yeah. whatever that was still hanging on. Like I was like, I still have something I need to release. Cause I care way too fucking much about mm-hmm. what other people think. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think that's ever going to go fully away. I think that I'm always going to like care. I care what people think. I want people to like look at this podcast and really enjoy it. Yeah. Like I'm going to leave yeah. this and be like, I really hope they liked it. Yeah. That's, that's a part of me because I, I'm always going to want to put my best foot forward, mm-hmm. but now it's more in a, okay, if they don't, it's not the end of the world. And I did the freaking best I could. I put my heart out there mm-hmm. and not, it's not like, Oh my God. What did I say? Should I have said that? Like, yeah. couldn't, like it's just constant, 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 constant. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like that overanalyzing. Now I'm just more like chill about it. Like, yeah, I could do better next time, but I'm not going to let this work me up for three days. Yeah. Yeah. That's really Which is good. So good. And also reminder, like, I just like want to keep saying like everyone listening, it's okay if you're like this right now. Okay. Like yes. it's okay if this is something that like, Oh shit, that sounds like me. Like, yeah. I don't want you to feel this form of guilt because honestly, like you should just look and say, Oh, what find that side of you that is that way and say i'm so sorry like i love you and just know that like you're okay and like we're gonna get there yeah right. give yourself talk, grace like you have to just give yourself grace and like i was getting to the point where i had to talk to the younger version of myself and just be like we're not there yet but like we're gonna figure it out mm-hmm. and like you're just kind of like don't feel like you need to have all this figured out it's taken me so long mm-hmm. and you have to have grace with yourself if you're that way mm-hmm. but yeah i think that for me i was because of my self-awareness was so heightened after doing this work and also just meeting Connor and everything starting to fall into place. I now was like, okay, I feel really good about myself, but I, how can I dig deeper? Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of that like curiosity of like, okay, I'm feeling this during my wedding week and I'm starting to feel like those ugly characteristics are showing up again. Were you always open with Connor about your body dysmorphia? And when did that come out in the relationship? In Brazil, within three weeks. Wow. I was eating so much steak and margaritas (laughs) And I remember doing like a mirror, like bikini selfie and we only were three weeks in. And I, yes, I was very honest and I was very much myself. He says to this day, he was like, right away. I'm like, wow. He thought I was going to be a completely different person. Yeah. I showed him Kelly from the jump, like right away. I'm like, this is me. He's like, I just did. I felt like I just got to know a whole new person from the person I thought you were. It was just a completely different version. He was probably the most real I've ever been with anyone in my entire life, more than my siblings. Wow. And you right. said even on date one, you guys were like date that. One, I just yeah. felt so safe. Like I could show him my insecurities, my weaknesses. Like I was so upfront with him. I cried on like day three, just like about like my life. He asked me so many questions and no one has ever asked me like questions. Like, why are you the way you are? Kind of. Mm-hmm. But when it came to like my body and stuff, I just didn't think it was sexy to like, talk about how I was insecure with my body so like I didn't really tap into that and then when I was in a bikini every day in Brazil and it was like the fifth sixth day and I was just like eating a lot we were drinking just having fun Mm -hmm. you know the happy pounds and I was so swollen and I was just like was so upset I was just like I look disgusting like I hate the way I look and he was just like shocked by like my response. Like I just had like a react reaction response and like it, it was kind of embarrassing after I was like oh my god I'm like yeah like I have issues like sometimes like I'm really insecure with my body and I was so open with him he's like so am I he's like I'm so insecure he's like but in football I was the chunky kid and they would wrap me up in saran wrap and make me run around laps so I would lose a couple pounds and so I would get scared to like eat because I didn't want to gain weight and be the biggest kid when they had to weigh us in or and stuff like that and he's like I'm so insecure with my body and I'm like 
this strong, perfect oh man yeah. is telling me, he's like, yeah, I have body issues. I have to like watch what I eat. Sometimes I don't like to eat so much because I'll, I'll, I'll um, you know, get in my head over something. And I'm like, oh my God. Wow. And it was just like, like finally that, somebody who like gets like, me wow. and gets it. Instead of him being like, oh, I'm so sorry. That yeah. sucks for mm-hmm. you. He was like, so do I. Like, That's like what you need as and well. Wow. And it was almost just like, so like, yeah, like we can get through it together. Like I get it. Do you want to? And then he's let's like, go get he's naked like, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's go get naked. Yeah, let's go get naked. Literally, and roll around no, in tacos. Li- literally, <laughs> literally. We, actually, that night, swear on everything, we got cheeseburgers and ate them in bed. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but we ended up best. being like, you know what? If he's like, I'm just glad you said something. Cause like, let's go for a run. Yeah. And so I was like great so we put on workout clothes and we ran around brazil this little neighborhood and we did burpees in the middle of the the driveway uh, the um the hotel little little corridor thing and we did burpees and i remember and i have video of this day and he just got me and i was like wow like we all have the issues but sometimes like trying to like mask them and hide from them makes it 10 times worse when Mm -hmm. you realize everyone has some type of insecurity so let's just talk about it because it actually makes you stronger and makes you way more attractive and he's like you are just so strong to me like the fact that you're so okay with telling me Mm -hmm. how insecure you are makes me more attracted to you wow and that's right there the problem solver he was like whatever it is throw it at me we've got this together together. and i was like wow i really can't i'm not gonna hide anything with pregnancy it's been so amazing because he just constantly knows what to say to me and he's not just like oh you look amazing he's like how are you feeling today and i'm like i just feel large i just feel large <laughs> like i like i just feel large and he's like well remember you're pregnant you're growing our baby girl like this yeah. is you know this is hard to be expected but you look amazing like yeah. he's just constantly speaking to me not in a way where it's just like oh he's just giving me empty compliments mm-hmm. he's like my cheerleader mm-hmm. and it's i thought it was going to be so much harder but thank god i did all of this self-reflection leading up to it and then during my wedding um time about two months before i did an energy clearing which we're not gonna get into because i don't know how many people believe in it and it's something that i actually didn't even really tell i didn't even tell liz about it and i keep it pretty personal i did a lot of clearing because i said there's something left in me that needs to be removed and it's cannot be passed down to mm-hmm. my kids i will not pass this energy down i want to be not a f- work in pro- I want to be a work in progress I'm not I'm not a finished product yeah. I still have things I need to deal but with if you're like aware of something about. you want to fix it before but there's something that I don't want to go into my pregnancy because I've wasted so many beautiful moments in my life being so trying to be so perfect that the moments have passed me and I look back and I'm like oh I wish I was more present there and I'm like I'm not gonna allow my pregnancy to be a moment that is stressful that is putting pressure on myself, that I'm going to self-deprecate because all that energy is going to pass down to the baby yes. and it's I'm going to live in guilt for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I spoke so deeply about what I wanted to my therapist and I was like, I just don't, I felt I have guilt on certain moments in my life. I wish I could have done better, but this pregnancy will not be one of them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, and I'm and so proud of you. Can we fast forward on that exact point? To you on the treadmill at Barry's the oh, other day, yeah, the yeah, story, sorry, because yeah, yeah. that exactly what you just said. And like, it, this is just one small example yeah. of, you know, your confidence and just how much you've grown. Yeah. So like, as you guys know, I'm like really competitive. I'm still very competitive. Let's be like, I'm that girl at the bowling alley that I'm like, I hate bowling. But then you give me a bowling ball. And if I don't like get a strike, I'm freaking out. Like, like I don't even know how to bowl, but I just expect to be the best bowler as soon as I walk in. Like I'm that girl. <laughs> and I, that's definitely not going to change. Um, 
but with working out, like I was just such a, comp- I'm just such a competitive person. Like I had that girl on the treadmill that I'm like looking around. I'm like, oh, she's at 10. I'm like, I'm going to go at 10.5. <laughs> Not in a way where like, I want to be better than you. Just like, I like, I love classroom environments. Challenge. I love a challenge. I've always grown up in a team environment with dance. It was always a team environment. And I love like bettering each other. Like I feed off of other people's energy. So I'm just like, I go as hard as I can. I'm like, I'm doing a million burpees. You tell me 15, I'm going to do 16 yeah. burpees. And that's how I've been my entire life. Like my dad actually said this to me like a few years ago. And it was kind of one of those like light bulbs. Like, oh, he's like, you move so fast. that when you get something you're already thinking about how can I get something better than that? Like you're wired in that way. And he's like, you're a fighter. Like you just have that personality where you get something. And instead of looking around, you don't even have time. It's what's the next thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's brought me a lot of success. And I'm so grateful for for that part of me. I think that every part of you in every season, I'll get back to the berries, but every part of you in every season is for a reason. Mm -hmm. So even if you're in a work in progress season, or if you're in a a lull or you don't, every season is teaching you something. And it's, there's a reason why you're going through that. There's a reason why you may not be your best self at the time. And so you can get to the next level. And so Mm -hmm. everything just know that every season is for a reason. And at berries, I just, you know, I started taking the classes and I thought going into the class, I was going to be discouraged. So I just was like, oh, this is going to suck. I'm going to embarrass myself like because I'm not going to sprint. Because you were you know? just so tired. I was just tired. But I also was like, I'm just, I don't think I have it in me to be sprinting at yeah. nine. Yeah. 10. And also like, I'm going to put the baby first. Like yeah. I'm not going to be, you know, going crazy just to prove that I can sprint or that I can lift yeah. heavy. Like I just want to take care of myself. But I thought that I would feel a little like, oh, this sucks. Like pregnancy is going to slow me down. And I got on the treadmill and she goes, uh, uh, everyone's in a jog. And she's okay, everyone go up to the sprint. And I just stay at a five mile per hour jog for the entire 12 minute round. Oh, <laughs> Mind you, you, the jog was only 30 seconds. Yeah. And I just stay at that jog. <laughs> and I'm looking around and I look at myself in the mirror. There's a mirror right in front of you on the treadmill. And I'm like, I'm so freaking proud of you. I, I said that. And I'm like, holy cow, I'm not feeling any type of way. And, I, and, I'm, and so That's this is the way the self-awareness helps so much mm-hmm. for you to appreciate. Because my self-awareness started kicking in and I was just like, whoa, Kelly, this is such a big deal. Like, this is a win. And I'm like celebrating. Yeah. And, then, and then she goes to do, and then you go on the floor and she's, everyone's doing burpees. And I'm just like in a deep stretch, like doing like some type of yoga pose in the back, <laughs> like way in the back. And it, it probably looked hilarious, but I'm just like in a yoga pose, just like chilling. And then I just sit into a child's pose for two minutes. I'm just in a child's pose while everyone's doing and you know that's so unlikely but i'm just deep breathing like some psychopath in a freaking child's pose and i'm like i'm so proud of myself for showing up and like meeting myself where i'm at today like it was it just felt like such a, a, a i felt so successful I felt so proud of myself and I'm like, holy shit, I've sold out thousands of leggings. I've filled up huge classrooms of 400 people. I've done so much in 10 years of this business. And now as being pregnant, I've never felt more proud of me. I love and like, it. I'm not even just saying that. Like, no, I'm genuinely like, yeah. I'm like, I feel proud. And like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, you know, I'm starting to get some dimples and stuff. Like my ass is just growing by the day. I don't care. I don't feel any type of way. Yeah. You know, then like this weekend, it was like funny. Cause like I, I've been so positive and I've just been so grateful that my experience has been great. Cause I know it's, it hasn't been for everybody. I just am shocked at how confident I feel without trying to be confident. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's like, you know, before it's like, like it's a would muscle. you say yeah. that like mm-hmm. now when you look at your body, you love your body? Like I, how are you I feeling love, right now? Like I, I, I can't, I can look at myself in the mirror and really look at myself 
and not like feel like I have to turn around. Like there are so many things that I've grown. Like even doing my makeup, I would step so far away from the mirror because I didn't want to be close up to the mirror and like see your skin to like, like micro, see my yeah. face and now I can be like anywhere I can be like <laughs> yeah. in my compact like I wouldn't even look at the mirror in like a bronzer because I didn't want to look at my skin and my pores that close and there's just so there's so many little things it's so vulnerable to talk about yeah no I think but, it's really great that you're talking about this yeah. and I think you're giving yourself all the right tools to set yourself up for success yeah postpartum I mean you're oh. one of my best friends and I've seen you grow over the years and just sitting here and listening to you now, like I'm like, I could cry. I'm like so happy you. for Thank you. you. Like I, this is Thank like you. true work. I'm so proud of you. It's Thank crazy. You so much. Like, I know. I love We you. don't sit I'm down so and talk like I know. deep like this. So like I really, and I don't tell, like, I don't talk about this with anyone and I wanted it to be like your guys' podcast because I know already just in the, you know, seven months you guys have been doing this. Yeah. You've helped so many women. And like, I wanted to wait to, to be the right time. And like, I remember during my wedding season, which was only the summer you guys had launched the podcast. And I still was, I was going through some things I still had to like figure out. Like mm -hmm. the, the wedding was happening really fast. I was growing the followers and like, I was like doing such deep, deep work on myself. But I was like, Oh, I, I want to wait because I really care about this podcast and I really yeah. care about you guys. And I know what you guys are doing is to help. And it's just like me, like we're here to just be as relatable as possible. But you, you're, you started it to give your life more purpose. Yeah. Like we're all searching at the end of the day. Like unless you're an egotistical, selfish asshole, you, everyone's searching for something in their life that they can feel like they're purposeful, like yeah. that you're giving back. It's the best feeling, the most rewarding feeling. Yeah. We're all on this planet to give and to help people. Totally. That's hopefully that's, you know, that's what people I Nobody's like to surround perfect. myself around. Right. But I think that, you know, like the work that I've done, I'm just finally feeling that and then it's it's funny because I'm like oh well I don't want to say this too much because I still have work to do like I don't want to feel like I'm the final product like I don't want to feel like I have it together because this Saturday getting ready for brunch I, I just started crying in my closet for five minutes being like nothing bad well that's normal let nothing me tell you yeah, yeah, that's normal. So normal right and I'm like but that's a normal right. person but then I yeah. like snapped out of my tears yeah. and I just put on a huge sweatshirt and I went to my birthday brunch and Connor's like I'm so proud of you you snapped out of that so quick and things are now becoming back. like the bounce backs yeah. instead of me, I would have the old be had been like, I'm canceling. I'm not, I'm just yeah. not showing up. You guys, I'm sorry. Now I'm like, Oh yeah. God. And you can hell? enjoy yourself. And I think in a, a huge takeaway yeah. of this episode that I'm figuring out is that like therapy is not going to keep the negative things from happening, but it's going to help you on how you're going to deal with 100%. the negativity. Like all of that's still going to happen, but that's your reactions normal, are going to be But you easier. still went to brunch. Whereas like maybe old Kelly would have been like, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm staying right. in tonight. No, and you, you showed up to brunch happy, happy, enjoyed not, brunch. And I you didn't show up like it. a, you know, no. like, and I was present, mm -hmm. which is so, and you know, Liz knows me more than anyone I love I love that there are so many layers to myself and I think that's another takeaway like therapy is so important right it's so so important but I don't feel like it's like something I like to preach on social media yeah. or say that everyone needs to do even though I think everyone needs to do it <laughs> <laughs> but um it's more just wanting to figure out yourself more and mm -hmm. maybe that's through reading a book. Maybe that's through talking to a mentor, a life coach, or maybe that's through sitting with your own thoughts and writing them down as weird as they may be. But it's that mm -hmm. curiosity of genuinely wanting to learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. Why are you the way you are? And how do other people perceive me in a way of like, is that the right version of, are they getting the real version of me? Are they getting a version that I'm 
an, right. a non that's so true. version. And like you kind of should care what other people think of you to an extent because that's yeah. the yeah. version yeah. that you're putting out yes. there of yourself. Oh, 100%. So it's, you kind of do need to care. But it's then such it's like, a where do you take. find that perfect balance of like, okay, you want to care because you want to be a good person to other people, not just to yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just love yourself. You also need to make sure that like, you're respecting people, that you're putting your best foot out there, yeah. that you're being a role model for and your children. And that people want to be around you. Yeah, like, and that, that people want to be around like, you. Like, you know, you don't want to be that person that's like constantly talking about themselves or constantly complaining about things or constantly making everything about themselves mm -hmm. because they physically can't ask you a question because they're so insecure with themselves that they just keep talking about themselves yeah. the whole time. <laughs> you don't want to be the, that person. So if you are that person, I, I, I literally would get to the point where I would have conversations and be like, okay, how did I, okay, this is how, I mean, I'm crazy in my head. How did I approach that? Could I have done that better? Whether it was a meeting, an interview, anything, how can I learn from that? Every single thing I do, whether it's a class, I'm like, how could I have made that better? How could I have learned from mm -hmm. that? That's never going to go away. But I, think I think it's a great thing though. Like I think, people no, need yeah. to do more of that. People yeah. need to do more of that. Like, yeah. Reflect totally. on how you acted yesterday, please. <laughs> like, no, I think, <laughs> and be better next no, time. No, like a hundred percent. Like reflection, that is like the key, and that it's like self awareness. I'm just gonna say it how many times. Like take a shot every time I say self awareness this episode. <laughs> yeah, but it is my superpower. I think that that if I was gonna say anything, because I think I'm confident, but you know sometimes I have imposter syndrome still, and I am. You're human. I'm definitely yeah. gonna show my daughter what it is to truly be confident because I really feel like I am but I think that there's days where I'm not and I think it's like a muscle like you know some days I'm just not feeling mm -hmm. my best which I give myself grace I'm not feeling yeah. my best I feel not great like mm -hmm. period and she should yeah. and be able to see what all day but she should be able to feel those horrible. emotions and, and it's we can't be perfect so as, as much as all this sounds so great it also comes with a lot of like not so great days and not and like really sitting with those feelings and I think with me, I'm comfortable now sitting in sadness because I know that I can get out of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm comfortable with these emotions of anxious or panic emotion or a sadness emotion because it hits me. It's going to hit me. Yeah. You know, things are bad are going to happen. Like life isn't freaking perfect, obviously. So just but like now, take that sad day, sit yeah. there and then know but that tomorrow is now I'm like, okay with day. like feeling those emotions fully, like mm -hmm. fully That's cry. Huge. That's actually a great quality sit. to in front of kids. Yeah. I've heard before that with kids, kids need to see their parents also like their weaknesses and their parents because 100%. then when they get weak or they feel bad, they're not, they know that it's okay and that they know, okay, mom was really sad that day. I saw her crying or I saw her angry or I saw her and mom, uh, mom and dad, they kind of get into an argument and then they're okay after because it shows them there's light at the end of the tunnel 100%. and that it's not the end of the 100%. world. And like Connor will say it all the time. He's like, you're so good at like, I'll be like, I'm just having a really bad day. So I'm going to lock myself in my room and watch trash TV today. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably going to cry a few times because <laughs> I'm having an emotional day. And then I wake up and I'm, <laughs> yeah. but I let myself feel it instead of just yeah. being like, like, I also don't need to put, and like, and another thing that's taking me time is like, yeah, just cause I'm doing this work on myself doesn't mean I can't have a bad day just cause like I'm all this, I'm self-aware and yeah. all these things that I've been talking to you guys about, we're still going to have emotions, but now it's like, how do you deal with them? You have the and toolbox how, to pull You out. have the yeah. toolbox. And it's, that is like what I feel like is such a, a superpower for me, for me to be like aware of like all these things, especially with pregnancy. It's like, I know, like now I know myself and like when I feel a certain emotion, I'm like, oh, this is a normal emotion. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like, and I'm going to tell you now after the baby comes, <clears throat> You're gonna feel a lot of emotion. So, oh <laughs> my god! And it's gonna I feel be like normal. I could, I could cry yeah. anything right now. And, and like, yeah. I'm I'm only 19 weeks, so I 
I can't really speak on anything. I feel like I can't really But I want you to anything. be able to like call us, call me, call yeah. Laura. If yeah. you feel like you're seeing red, girlfriend, call me. Oh my God. Because I know how and to I like. I will. I will. Because yeah. like I, I don't relate. even know. I don't think normal. any amount of work has pr- prepares you for yeah. motherhood. And that's what I keep just telling myself. I'm like, I will never be prepared. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, you learn as you all go. these things. Every experience is different. It too. is. All this so different. So, is so different. And like, I think that overall, I'm just having such a great experience that I'm like, keep trying to be it. present. Yeah, like, you yeah. should. Like, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Cause like the labor, I'm don't freaked think out, ahead. you know, I'm freaked out. Um, <laughs> and like all that stuff, but I'm just trying to like really slow down and just like enjoy the moment because it's been such a beautiful experience. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe how much I'm enjoying being pregnant. Like, I even said to Connor, like, I wanted one, like, like maybe two. And then now I'm like, maybe I'll have three. Oh my God. I'm like, you never said that. No, I've never. Connor almost died. I'm like, maybe I would have three. Like, I I feel so, like, amazing. Like, I genuinely feel, and I just pray, like, I just want people to feel that because I know it's not a lot of people have that experience. So that like really hurts me, and it's like been a sensitive subject to talk about on Instagram because I don't want to be like my pregnancy is beautiful because yeah. like th- before getting pregnant, I got I, I would get annoyed with those people. Uh, I'm like, can you can you just yeah. show me the reality of stuff, yeah. but like also show me positive because like people would either show so drastically negative or it'd be like so positive where I was like, this looks like a, a fake yeah a mm-hmm. fake highlight reel like, it's a highlight reel. reel like talk about a little bit of both, and I think that's really important. Because my experience has been so amazing that I want, you know, women who are either trying to get pregnant or single, just scared of pregnant. Someone that's like me don't be to scared. know that don't be scared. Like, yeah. I was like how scared yeah like you were scared oh, of every little thing all, yeah everything. and now it's or just like even just like my stomach growing and just like not knowing about what's gonna happen in there and just like everything changing and just i would get so ahead of myself mm-hmm. and i also think it's important yeah. for people listening like what you were saying like you weren't you know dying to have it's not like when you saw babies you're like i need a baby i need a baby and like slowly <sighs> but know. surely you're like building this connection in your belly with the baby but i think right now it's really like a you time like focus yeah. on you of course with the baby no 100 if you're happy if you're calm if you're good the baby is going to be mm-hmm. too when the baby gets here you it's all the baby like you got to take care of the baby yeah. but right now <laughs> for the next yeah. however more months you have just keep doing what you're doing because you're 100% it's like getting my right. mental state right yeah. yeah like doing the acupuncture and just i've been doing so much of this like self-care. if only i like are you kidding me like i'm like shit i started at like not that good of a place at all when i had jj you know it was just kind of like had a baby i didn't do any work with myself and now i wonder it's like you guys all know listening to the podcast and i hope sometimes i'm like do i should talk jj too much on the air but like he's the best you're so relatable you know how many people he's the best son in the entire world i'm obsessed Mm -hmm. with exactly the way that he is and you even said it to me yesterday we like we and every moment you make all your mistakes with the first kid and then less mistakes Mm -hmm. with the second Mm -hmm. and you know my pregnancy with him i wasn't as aware in tune of what i should have been doing for myself your children and now he's way more yeah than it's you like know. he's more oh of an gosh. anxious like highly emotional kid and i'm like a lot of that is has to do with me yeah. and how i was when he was a baby and i've grown so much but with each baby you can always change that kelly was oh said that god. last time oh my it's gosh like, I, you can always change yeah that's and what, i am even with him. i'm changing yeah. that's why you are you know, you, you're growing each kid so has much. a different and version of little, you yeah. and he's still little he can still learn so much totally and the one thing i learned the, one of the best takeaways was because, you know, sometimes you can be resentful of your parents. And when you do more therapy, you wonder like, oh, did they like screw me up? Are they the reason why I am the way I am? And like I had all those thoughts because when you start doing childhood therapy, you know, you're going to you, think that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with a good therapist, you start to realize your parents are only human. 
Mm -hmm. They're just trying to figure it out. They didn't know the right Mm -hmm. thing to do. They just loved you and they tried to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But they made a few mistakes, but they did a great job. Yeah, we're all doing our best. You can't be mad at them. Like your your journey, actually, look at where you are. That's why I'm like grateful that I had the childhood that I had. I'm grateful I have the, I'm so grateful I have the parents that I had had the best childhood. But I had, I had some things that were learning curves. Mm -hmm. Like some, JJ and I are very like, you know, emotional, like all those things. And I think that because you're doing all this so early, like mm-hmm. you're you're getting ahead of really figuring out like you're doing so much to hugely help i would say like the self-awareness like you said is like being aware of like okay i need to watch the way i'm reacting to things in front of him yeah. whereas maybe i wouldn't have figured that out you know what i mean yes. and so now it's just yeah you definitely just learn and as you're doing you go. such an amazing so i job. feel like you're already getting started on such a good mm-hmm. page like no i mean i'm 34 so yeah. like you were 24 so yeah. let, let's let's if I was 24 having a kid, they would be the same way. Definitely yeah. not like JJ. They'd be yeah, way yeah. worse. So, so yeah, if you're a mom and you're listening um, right now and you feel like you've made mistakes, it's not a time to like look back and feel like you've made a mistake. No. It's really not a real mistake. It's just it's, it's part of growth and it's part of mm-hmm. us being humans and figuring it out as we go. Yes. Like, and it happened to a reason. And there's I just I I wouldn't even talk about this because the the one thing that I always want to do is like whatever I say or the content that I push out, especially moving forward. It needs to help someone. I'm not posting it for my ego. I'm not posting it anymore for validations for someone to say, your skin is glowing, you look snatched. <laughs> I did. I used to do that. I used to post <laughs> bikini photos for that response. Mm-hmm. Tell me needed, my ass looks yeah, good. <laughs> tell me my, I mean, I'll, I'll take it though. Don't, don't get me wrong. Tell me my skin is Keep glowing. Keep it coming in the comments. Uh, toned. Um, but, you know, I used to do those things for those comments. 100%, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. But now I'm like every piece of content I post, I'm like it needs to help somebody because it's not for my ego. Yeah, because I don't. If give it doesn't a shit. bring value or sell leggings, yeah. I'm not posting. <laughs> if it doesn't sell leggings or doesn't bring value, or if it doesn't help somebody, or if it doesn't resonate, yeah. I just don't really care to post. I actually hate social media. Yeah. Like, yeah. if in my perfect world there would be no social media, and isn't it? Sc- it's going to get scarier yeah. and scarier. Uh, but, we know, say but I also think it's day. such a beautiful yeah. platform to have and whatever. But um, what were we just saying about? Oh, so so if you're a mother and you're listening to this, like Liz had just said. Like, know that I'm only saying this to you guys knowing that there can be change at any time. Or else I would keep this to myself because I don't want it to ever come off as discouraging. Like, I wouldn't say this whole story. I wouldn't spend an hour and 20 minutes, however long, talking about myself because I, my ego doesn't need to be fed anymore. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally... It's fed. It's not it's hungry fed. anymore. Girlfriend, we'll keep feeding. Yeah, 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 no, no. I mean, I'll take it. No, but like... Truly, I wouldn't say this to you if I didn't think that any age, any time in your life, you can change and you can better yourself and you can help the people around you. So just take that and just know that hopefully this ignites like a little bit of excitement instead of hope, hope, yeah, hope, hope. and excitement instead of this feeling like, oh shit, now I have so much to do. I have to go look for this. I have to go find a self-help book. I have to go yeah. get a therapist. I have to make 10 more resolutions. Like do fuck. all those things. But- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do all those things. Totally. But screw that allow this conversation that we're having i know i'm talking a lot of it so (laughs) allow my story to just be this like sense of excitement like hey this is really freaking cool i say this to connor all the time him and i get really deep but we say isn't it so cool how you can better yourself every day you can change something about whether it's your diet like i have the control to pull that gross shit out of my fridge because it's not good for me and put it in the trash and say i'm not gonna eat that anymore Mm -hmm. i have the ability to wake up a little earlier and go to that workout class and feel so much stronger and say Mm -hmm. wow i'm proud that i showed up i have the ability to 
you know, open that book and learn more about something that I never knew anything about. I have the control to change and mm-hmm. improve myself. Isn't that so cool? No one's holding me back. Yeah, fuck. Wow. wow. That's some shit to do. Guys, on that wow. note, Kelly. let's leave it on my job. Yes. I'm going to take that all Honestly, in. Honestly, let it soak. I love you no, guys but so Kelly, much. seriously, thank you. Like, I know, uh, like you said, I, th- I do agree. This is the best time. And I know you, we talk every day. We spend every freaking second together. Every second. And I've kind of known too. And not that I know everything deep. You can tell them how many bad things. About, so they know the depth. Yeah, so it's just, I really do believe that this was the perfect time for you to come on. Mm-hmm. And with so many, most mm-hmm. of our listeners either being like, you know, wives or having children or that they're pregnant. Like, I think they're going to be able to relate a lot to you and to our single listeners Mm-hmm. we see you and this episode I is for you, you too so wherever you. you are in life know that like this podcast is just here to give our life experiences none of us are experts in anything that we're talking about we're just trying to put it all out on the table so you guys can feel less alone totally i love that so much i love you guys we and love i'm you. so love so, you. so proud of you we're so excited I, for baby i know i can't wait guys, and stay tuned we're gonna do a huge giveaway huge and giveaway. kelly's gonna make the bad wives club a code that's for Let's booty just do BWC 20 for BWC 20 20 percent off until site-wide just keep it going all right BWC one time 20. use but we'll just keep it going until we have whatever. some big collections coming so huge it's gonna oh, be big this onesie about about and this red hoodie coming soon. Uh, i love you guys kelly. so much bye, bye guys so like kelly mentioned don't forget code BWC 20 will give you an exclusive 20 percent off booty by and body by so Make sure to follow Kelly Booty by Bravians. And if you love this episode, please, especially if you're a new listener and you haven't yet, give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. 